Video Gamer Podcast number 406. The day today is Wednesday. When you listen to this, it will be the 7th of April. You're becoming more like uh, a radio DJ. I'm loving it. Yeah, I, I've, I've got to be honest uh, with you. Coming up to 12.24. <laughs> You're listening to Video Gamer FM and I'm Josh Wise. Keep it locked on video game. Yeah, because I was looking out at the weather and I was about to give them like a little weather report. And also because my living room window overlooks yeah. uh, a, a road. So I was going to tell them about the traffic. And that. I, <laughs> I wish this was radio. Do I've got to be honest. I think I'd be brilliant at radio. I, I think I'd it'd be, be great. I'd be, the Walker I'd be and Wise cheesy... show. Oh, Walker and Wise lunchtime, lunchtime show. We've already amazing. got the perfect name, Walker and Wise. What yeah. a brilliant name. It's like Morecambe and Wise, yeah. but it's Walker and Wise. Yeah, yeah. Come on, but that's that's mental. We should pitch and very that much to like we... wise. You're you're the dead wood in this duo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we should we should pitch this to the BBC. Do you reckon the BBC Definitely. would have us? Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, I think they will. Definitely. BBC Radio. How, how many radios does it Mate, go up to? Listen, BBC right, Radio. If Mrs Brown's boys can get on telly, surely. Oh, do you know what I mean? The yeah, six yeah. aren't the six BBC radio channels plus there's extra ones, isn't there? More, yeah, maybe we could be on like Radio Six Extra or something yeah, like something that. Like, you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not about to say that we should be on BBC Radio One. That'd yeah. be a. That might be a bit take the old Moyles a bit, slot. A, a bit ambitious. Yeah, Moyles, I can't match Chris Moyles' wit and verve. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> n- never would I hope to be able to. N- nor would I ever hope to. Um, who's his running mate as well? It was Chris Moyles and Scott Mills. Do you remember Scott Mills? Yeah, he's still knocking about. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and Simon Mayo, an all-round class act, mm-hmm. obviously. So I'm not. I don't hope to. Although actually, he's on Five Live, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I just I know that he he's is. delicious to gi- dip your chips in. He is. Yeah, yeah. he definitely is. Yeah. Um, right. Well, I don't know. Could you know talking to the listeners directly? Do mm-hmm. you want to see us on radio? If yes. Start sending some emails. Let's get the BBC interested. Yeah. Yeah? Bombard the BBC. So these guys <laughs> go on, on radio. On, Just like, you know, what are you doing? Six-figure salaries. You know, radio- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what are you doing with Radio 6 Extra? Get these guys on it. Yeah. We'd have to ch- we'd have to change the name. We couldn't be the Video Game Podcast anymore. We'd be the 6 Extra Massive or something. We'd mm. be, you know... Mm. Uh, right, well, we'll put that on the back burner. We'll put that on the back burner. Yeah. We'll think about that. Something to think, think about, about. yeah. <clears throat> in the meantime, I'd ask you how your week's going, but I already know loads of it because it's Tuesday today. Yep. Easter bank holiday. And uh, we were hanging out every day digitally. Digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in Outriders, which is the hot topic that everyone's going to be. Hot um, topic. <laughs> do you remember topic bars? Yeah, I do. Those are still around as well, aren't they? Mate, you're out of touch. You're telling me that bloody not only Scott Mills but yeah. Topic Bars are still knocking pretty about. Pretty sure you can still get them. I mean, they're hard to find, but I'm pretty sure they they exist. They were good as well, mm. from what I remember. What was a Topic? Can Wasn't you remember? It like nuts and biscuit, and was there a bit of fruit in there? Maybe a bit of. I think raisin? I have a feeling that there was like raisin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sold already. I'm sold already. It's like a picnic, so, basically, but without the fudge I, pieces. I, I love a picnic. Hold on, no, was right, that like was a fuse. Was no, fuse had the fudge bits. <laughs> oh, man, they're all the same. You're out of touch. I am. You're out of touch. I am. Um, I'm off my chocolate yeah. bar game. <laughs> well, we'll talk about Outriders in a bit. Um, you know, just because, you know, what, what else did you, did you get up to anything? Oh, did you have any good chocolate? Do you have any good chocolate? I, well, 
you know, the vegan thing. I found out yesterday, right, that the oh, yeah, Easter yeah, yeah, egg yeah. I had, it's um, a vegan one called No Mo, mm-hmm. No More Missing Out. <laughs> As I was disposing of the box in the recycling yesterday, I noticed yeah, that it was made yeah. by Kinnerton, the advent calendar people. Oh, my but God. But it tastes far better than any of their advent calendar chocolates, so now I'm confused. Bloody hell. It was really well, good. good. Oh, well... Fair enough, because I I wouldn't really care if Kinnerton went bust, to be honest. But if they doing <laughs> if they put them to good work on on the vegan side yeah. of things, then then fair play to them. Yeah. Well, they should probably make all of their chocolate vegan going forward, because um yeah, that advent calendar stuff mm. is poison, isn't it? I mean, famously, yeah. no one really it was loves rubbish. And advent calendar chocolate, do they? No, no, and uh, well, obviously you can just get the Cabri, you can well, just get some good ones, but yeah. like, yeah, like the the classic advent you calendar, sort of, it was more the novelty than it was the yeah, chocolate exactly. itself. The, you sort of average advent calendar that costs a quid and has like, I don't know, Pokemon on it or something, that's yeah. uh, that's what we're talking about. Absolute rubbish, absolute rubbish. Yeah. And also, I get the same thing with that as I do with Hershey's, where it's like, I bite into it and it's almost like really acidic, and I get yeah. like heartburn, it's like, what it's the like, fuck like is this? Sort of vague taste of vomit by the way if you can hear a dog yeah. barking in the background we, we've got a dog in the house today rich has rich has got a dog that's yeah. big news it's, it's not the, his though he's stolen it what's yeah. going on it's a uh, borrow my doggy so we're looking after a dog while someone's out at work <laughs> looking after their dog and it's a cockapoo called dave and he's he's uh he's a ball of energy so good yeah no, if you hear him good no, good, uh, woofing. that's good shit i like that name shout out to dave on the pod by the way <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> The listeners to give some love to Dave. He's running around like like nobody's business. Yeah. Um, I had some good stuff. I had some good stuff. I had um, I got a Sainsbury's delivery the other day. Oh yeah. And I got um, have you heard of Tony? What is it called? Uh, I got to get this right. Tony's Choco Lonely. <laughs> yes. 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 Have you yes. heard of this? I've, uh, my mum bought me um one of the sort of milk-free Tony. They're massive, chunky chocolate bars, aren't they? Huge, huge, yeah, bloody huge. You could like with, beat someone um, to death with it if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I think you could. I think you could do some real damage <laughs> with a bar of Tony's chocolate. Yeah, um, but they have they have a um, an unevenly dissected structure. Yeah. I don't know if you've... Because their whole thing is they're combating slavery in the chocolate world or yeah. something. I think I read on the, on the wrapper. And it was like, in order to represent the disparity in in like wages but like like how much the top people earn and how the wealth never trickles down in the chocolate industry mm. um all of the pieces on the bar are of like uneven sizes which is a nice message but it's a I, nightmare you know, to I, eat <laughs> but it is a nightmare to eat and i sort of feel like saying to him look i i i get what you're doing i supported what you're doing i've given you the money i'm thumbs up to you your packaging's coming across as a little bit patronising, and actually, I'd rather the chocolate were evenly distributed. It's very good chocolate, by the way. Yeah, it's really nice. Really good. It's really nice. Salted caramel I had, and it Oof. was the milkiest chocolate, absolutely gorgeous, and the salted caramel, right, they didn't skimp on the salt, and I know that sounds obvious, mm-hmm. but salted caramel is like the thing of the moment. Everyone and their mum's got salted caramel something. Very rarely is it salty enough for yeah. my taste. What are your What are your thoughts? Do you agree on that? I had a salted caramel Magnum last night. Oh, again, vegan, but yeah, like you say, not salty enough. Just sort of a vague, yeah. sort of caramelly kind of taste. Like where's yeah. the, Where's the salted yeah. bit? Don't call it salted caramel, and then you know, feed me that shit, mate. It's not good enough. If you can't, if you can't bring the salt, then <laughs> don't it. boast the salt. You know. <laughs> 
Just do a caramel flavour. If you know you can't do it, just do caramel. Mm. Enough with all the salt malar. Anyway, Tony's chocolate only. Fair play to you. I like the message. I like the chocolate. Do another bar that is evenly distributed, though. We'll put the metaphor to one side. I'm still supporting you, but just even it up. Are you um, you after another sponsor Mm. here? If they're listening, <laughs> I wouldn't say no to one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and if the listeners love it, then get get yourself some Tony's Chocolonely. Still nothing, Josh, still nothing. Nothing, we've mm. had nothing, we've had nothing. No one's interested. <laughs> no one wants a piece of the action. <laughs> hey, look, when we get on... Oh, no, that won't work. I was going to say, when we get on the BBC, we'll have sponsorships coming out of the wazoo, but of course no, the BBC... Licence payer. Nothing. The licence payers will be shouting at us, going, this is what we waste our licence payers' fee on. Yeah, they, they won't be happy with that, will Before they? Before switch Bloody back on to Mrs Brown's boys, going, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is excellent stuff. This is this is wittier than those <laughs> those lads that talk about video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. much wittier, this more intelligently superb. constructed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, look, without further ado then, let's crack on with a bit of outside. Riders! I keep doing <laughs> that. It's not outs. I tell you what, I feel like an outsider with that bloody server issues they've been having. Ugh, but, um, yeah. right, bear with then. Have a lovely jingle, mm-hmm. uh, and let's crack on. Nice. You are back once again as the Doomslayer. Yeah. He's got redesigned armour. Yeah. It's still green. So you've got your arm blade. Get stabby. You've got, like, your rocket launcher. I like it. Um, you've got flamethrower cannon thing. <laughs> you've got your super shotguns meat hook. Yeah, you've got your blood punch. It's just like a big swing punch. Then you've got the... Oh, spit out armor, spit out health, spit out armor, spit out ammo. Is it hell? Killing demons. Is it heaven? Damage. Demons. Horrible demons. Doom, 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 doom. Outriders, come on in, Rich. This is it. This is the, uh, the this is the game of the moment. The game of the, the minute meat of this podcast. There's gonna be a lot of meat Outriders of- chat. Yeah. I think there will be because we've both been playing it uh, quite a lot. We played the demo uh, beforehand and yep. wrote about that, our experiences with that. I think it's pretty safe to say, it, 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 to be fair to it, and believe you me, we will get into its issues later. Uh, but. It, it is better than it was in the demo, is it not? Well, yeah, I felt more of a sense of progression, obviously, for obvious reasons, because we can go further. Um, yeah. The loot yeah. improves as you go. I, I actually really mm-hmm. like that about it. You do start out with crap loot, but it gets infinitely mm-hmm. better as you get deeper into the game. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. And as your powers develop, it's yeah, you can sort of mix it up a bit. You can, and, right, and uh, and this, is, this sort of comes and goes, right, but... Uh, in the demo and earlier on in the game, way more of a cover shooter. And then yeah. it kind of stops being that. And then every now and again, it becomes that again when things get really, really heavy. Like, it's kind of an interesting mashup. It's like Gears of War meets Destiny with some hero shooter stuff in there because you've got mm. these magic powers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the shooting of a Gears of War. In fact, it's it's People Can Fly who did uh, Gears of War, Gears Judgment, of War Judgment and Bulletstorm. Yep. And Bulletstorm, um, so they've got some pedigree, and it is the, the, the cover. The cover is slightly gammy. It feels a little bit breezy, a little bit weird. You don't feel. Do you remember in Gears of War, you press the cover button, and they and they gloriously like slump they against thunked, the cover, thunked against. Yeah, it's it, like yeah. gudunk, and you're in cover, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh yeah, sweet, no one can hit me here. Well, <clears throat> number one. In Outriders, you can just get clipped while you're in cover in yeah. the name of, you know, realism or whatever. And number two, it doesn't really feel very good when you when you get into cover. It doesn't snap very securely. It's ever so slightly sort of janky, floaty, a little bit sort of... 
it's a higher speed breezier take well, on that if you try and system, use um, one of your skills from cover as well you end up mm. popping up out of it and staying there instead of snapping back yeah. so yeah that's, that's yeah. annoying Mm-hmm. And when you get you, so you get these magic powers, uh, and basically the game for like for a while, when you hit a sweet spot where you're of like a sufficient level of strength and your world tier is sort of commensurate to how good you are in the game and how powerful your character is, you're in a nice sweet spot. You feel quite powerful, especially if you've got a couple of mates playing with you. And you can all sort of team up, mm-hmm. and you've got like. It kind of stops for a while. It just wasn't a cover shooter. It was like, I'm really powerful. One of my abilities is to cast a big bubble, which which makes me really tough to kill. So I'm going to stand in it and shoot some folks. Yeah. And also my character can teleport. And my, I'm a trickster class. So I can teleport and also hit people with a lightsaber if I get up close to them and then kind of run back. Mm-hmm. Um, different powers for different for different folks. Yeah. Um and then and then sometimes you hit a, a real bastard mm-hmm. uh of, of either a boss or just a sort of a certain point in the game where you're thinking Jesus these enemies have really yeah uh, really amped up and and there's about 100 <coughs> of them and then all of a sudden it's like okay well let's do you know what it is a cover shooter again I'm going to get behind cover and I'm going to take this quite methodically and it's a real it's an up and down thing when you're in a sweet spot and your gun is powerful enough um, and you're kind of you're on the loot trail, but you're not overpowered. You're not underpowered. I've had some really good times with Outriders. Yeah. Like yeah. when we were playing, we played pretty much every day over the bank holiday mm-hmm. um, at like different times of the day. And we will get into the problems in a minute. But like w- when it's good, if you can like play in the daytime or something, uh, and you're, you're, the servers are calm and, and sort of good. Yeah. Um, I was having loads of fun when it was like the three of us and we were we were running around and our, using our powers, you know, in combination with each other, shooting fellas, mm-hmm. powering yep. through. Yep. Thumbs up from me. Like, I, w- I would say it's, it's, it's another one of those experiences. Yeah. Broadly, I don't really understand why everyone's going really nutty on outside. I, well, I don't when, I, when, when, it, when, when the going's good, it's like, well, yeah, but it's not... It's not as good as like Destiny, right? Mm. And it's not as good like it's another one of these games. You like yes, it's got some interesting cover stuff because it's yeah. people can fly. They've got a kind of a history with that and yeah, it's perfectly well done. But it's nothing that really sets it apart. Now, no. for me anyway. I was saying for me um, it kind of um it's more down the kind of division end of the spectrum. Mm. Um in terms of kind of its yeah, loot and its, you know, cover mechanics and stuff the shooting the doesn't division, feel massively impactful either i don't think huh yeah because i didn't really play the division but it, it was the, did you like the loot on that it was all right it was sort of trainers and trousers and jackets which is what this starts out as <laughs> before you get more interesting yeah. things yeah for sure for sure yeah i will i will say also and i know this is uh this is just a personal thing and if you like it you like it and you know, producer Dan loves it. Um, I think you probably like it a smidge more than me. Um, yeah. I just I, the, the loot sort of bores me. Um, I like the I like the process of becoming more powerful. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's a, a sort of classic staple of video games. Yeah. And when you, as I say, when you're surfing that wave, and you're like, oh, this world tier, like world tier, by the way, is like how difficult everything yeah. currently is like, it goes up with like, your kind of leveling up bar doesn't it your world tier yeah. levels up with you and it, it, it like enhances your chances of getting better loot but makes exactly. the game more difficult yeah yeah and, 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 and you do get to sort of 
yeah, you get to down spots where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not quite high level enough, or this world is ever so slightly, my enemies are way too spongy, and it's not really that fun just holding the fire button on someone's skull until they die, but it takes yeah. like 30 seconds of... Do- it's like, yeah, I guess. sometimes you want it to be more Gears of War. You, <laughs> you want it to be like a good spray to the head, mm-hmm. and that person should go down. You yeah, know? <laughs> you yeah <know>? absolutely. <laughs> Um, but because it is more about the leveling and the loot, it's like, well, they may, they may not necessarily do that. Now, I really, I the loot doesn't bother me that much. Um, I like, Avengers had it really nicely because you could just press a button that would just equip the highest loot, which I really like because yeah. it means I didn't have to, ever have to think about it very much. And then I just recycle. This one, it's like you have to choose the loot that, that that's the best and then you have to click the right stick on each individual item of stuff to mark it which, by the way, takes slightly too long. You have to, like, hover over the thing before it's clickable. Mm. I can't click stuff very quickly. It's kind of quite annoying. And then you hold triangle and it and it, and it it recycles all of it. Um, or the Y button, just a, depending on what platform you're on. Or the Y button. Yeah. Or the Y button. Um, yeah, and it's just it's just a little bit like, get that quicker. Get that street. Like, I'm, I'm, and, like, I don't know. I think it is just a personal taste thing. You, you're doing, like, a big shootout. And then afterwards, it's just like, oh, now let's stop and run around opening crates and hoovering up loot for five minutes. Mm. It's like, no, I just want to do the next thing. I just <laughs> want to do that. I, I don't. It, it's just a, it's a it's a personal thing. I know it's a personal thing, and I know people love it. It's just it it's it, it, do you know what it is? It makes it slightly more annoying when the game itself is good because it feels to me like it's getting in its own way. Yeah, and and weirdly, that's not a genre-wide criticism because I didn't feel like that in the Avengers. Mm. I didn't feel like that when I was playing Destiny 2. Well, Destiny, I just thought, spits out the loot. I don't, are there many crates to open in Destiny? Doesn't it always... No, it just, of, it just falls out of people, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, I, I, whereas this is like crates to find... Well, I mean, it falls out of people as well, we should say. Yeah. Um, but there are, like, you know, little little cheeky crates. We're going to look stupid here, aren't we? I bet you there are loads of crates in Destiny. I've played both Destiny games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Well, my memory, <laughs> my memory of it is that it just handles that stuff better. And yeah. so I think there is there is an auto arrange button in Destiny as well. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I know people are going to be like, oh well, look, you know, those are the mechanics of the genre, and if you're not into it, you're not into it. But I just think. It can be the mechanics and be more streamlined as well. Yeah, like it's just a, ever so slightly. Also, it doesn't help, by the way, right? And we'll get we'll get into. Uh, do you know what? We'll do the technical problems last, okay? Because okay. that's the that's that's the thing that's not. Well, I was going to say it's not their fault. I mean, presumably it is their fault. Parts but, but, of it but, are, but, I think. We, yeah, we'll we'll get onto that. Um, it doesn't help. Number one, the loot is is um, no matter how good it is on a technical level, it's rubbish. It's <laughs> The loincloth of mass awakening stuck in my head. <laughs> it's the uh, black, just 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 different colours of gloves and stuff. It's not exciting, is it? It's not. It's not like very rarely did I get. Usually, it's a gun. I've started, those are the ones um, that excite me. I started getting some decent stuff. You know, I've got yeah? like a. Well, you saw my cape. Come on, the cape, mate. <laughs> I got me a nice cape. A ma- Rich made a massive deal about this cape. It was perfectly adequate. I like the cape. It was fine. Don't get me wrong. It was the best thing you had. But it, you know, well, this is the now thing, if though, that was it starts out as like tracky bottoms, trainers, and puffer jackets. Well, for a long time I didn't have shoes. And for a long time you didn't have shoes. Exactly. And now we're getting you know boots, chunky boots, and armor plating, and capes. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, ponchos, <laughs> cape, uh, caping point, helmets yeah. of all different types. You know, there is yeah. a good, there is a decent sort of pool of loot at the moment. I imagine it'll evolve even more as we sort of close in on the the end game levels because we're we're getting there. We're only about what eight levels off the cap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we are. We are, we're not that far away. Yeah, we're like eight levels off. We've uncovered like most of the map. We've got another chunk. We'll play it today, right? Mm. Um, we'll see if we can get like to the end. I think maybe we have our, our, like maybe three story missions and I think we're done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, what, you know, give me a helmet with like a mohawk of laser spikes, right? Yeah, Why are they all just okay. ter- terrestrial black I helmet that's just a metal? You want something, you, know I mean? you want something outlandish. You want... Mad Max stuff, but sort of Ooh, taken to the nth s- degree, don't you? Yes, of some Fury Road shit. Give my guy some spikes on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Enough of this Outriders armor, and it's just like nylon with a strap on it. Like what? Do you know what's annoyed uh, me? Anyway. Actually, I've just thought of this. There's that mm. cutscene where the guy's melting icicles with a flamethrower. No flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. Don't show no, me a flamethrower, and then I can't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's bite our tongue on that because you might look absolutely foolish. There um, might be a flamethrower. Well, I've not had one. You might. No, you've not. And it's been you've hours not. since that cutscene. Hours, hours, and hours. Talking, talking about cutscenes. Ugh, God. This this game, right? And Dan was talking about. Oh, Destiny did this as well. Destiny was not as cutscene heavy as this game. It kept the cutscenes generally short. I want to say there weren't or it as was many slightly of more them. More compelling, maybe. Uh, it's a triple whammy. They've got they've got you on a triple whammy here. Mm. Number one, more compelling. Number two, fewer of them. Number three, the ones that were there weren't this long. I'm not saying it's like, you know, fucking mid-2000s Kojima, but it is like, uh, come on, these guys are talking about Uji Watsit crystals and the local... It, I, it doesn't grab... The story's bonkers. It, it doesn't help that, like, the demo was utterly bewildering. Yeah. I, I had very little idea what was going on. Massive whiplash. Oh, it's a Mass Effect thing. Oh, no, it's kind of like a Monster Hunter thing. Oh, now they've all got magic powers and it's jumped forward to a future war and it looks a bit like World War One. and there's these uh, guys who have magical powers. They're kind of like gods. But then there's also these natives that look kind of like knockoffs from the aliens in Prometheus. Oh, and then there's this other faction of humans that hate these other humans of it. What? Yeah. And like my guy's in these cutscenes, and he looks like an idiot. Mm. The hair, the grat, the hair. Classic custom created person in cutscenes, mm. looking shit. Yeah. You know, he just, he just. It's not compelling. I don't buy into my guy. He looks like Conor McGregor. Do you know what um, the worst thing is for me? When you're customizing what? your character and you're close mm. upon their head, it's quite detailed. Mm-hmm. You look quite cool. And my character's got like freckles. They look kind of mm. edgy. Then you put them in a cutscene or in the game. They look, they look rubbish. They sand it down. They, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, they strim it away and they crunch it down. I know what you're saying. I know, I know exactly what you're saying. I, way too many cutscenes. Supposedly in the name of making sure that the, the players are synced together. Like I don't even know what that. Oh, means. you're There's talking like a about cutscene. Yeah, like opening I'm, doors, the transitional. I'm talking things. about. I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about mm. the little little cutscenes when you're opening a door for no real reason. Or apparently it's to keep everyone synced. If that, oh you know, god, fair the enough, big like, the big fade to black when everyone thinks they've been kicked. <laughs> everyone thinks they've been booted <laughs> off the server, which by the way we'll get onto in a minute. It's a very real possibility. But actually, what it is is that it's fading out into another cutscene, mm. and it and it's one of those things where it's like why have you made this decision i know that i'm going to run into a courtyard with waist high walls yeah. and shoot stuff yeah. why do you feel the need i respect anyone trying to tell a story but you you must know if it's an online 
looter shooter with mates, don't stick a load of... I mean, for, I mean, for, for, for one thing, we've got headsets on and we, we, we're sort of chatting. It's a social vibe. And then we just have, we, we're just going to sort of stop and watch these cutscenes just on our own, just hooked up on headsets and just, just listening. Exactly, we're all chattering, like, aren't we? <laughs> it's not... The, and I know that's not their fault, it's our fault, but mm. it's just... It just feels like an odd decision in this genre to, 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 to do that. I mean... If you want to do it, do it passively. Do yeah. it with... And they, they do do journal entries and stuff. Mm. But you need to kind of stop interrupting everything to, to get, you know... Well, just keep it short. I don't short. want to listen to a... Keep mm. it short. Keep and, it brief. And the script is pretty poor as well. I mean, some of the lines are just... It oh, is. Cringe. Some of the lines are rubbish and they're not particularly well acted. Now, I do... My overall at the minute, it's like a sort of thumbs halfway up for outsiders. Like I am not, I am. I, I th- there is something here. Um, I may, I d- maybe I don't understand why it's it's you know so popular at the minute, but like fair enough. And when it's going well, it is really fun. It's crunchy and kinetic, and it's fun. Um, if you can get a game, yeah. Be- because right now, it's fucked. Mm-hmm. We 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 try uh, basically. Around eight o'clock, seven o'clock in the evening, it's just fucked. Yeah, the other side of the world um, wakes up. They all want a game of Outriders, and we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's just like we have to play in the day, which I guess is what we'll do today. But mm. like, you just have yeah, you just have to play in the afternoon, basically, if you want anything to be stable. Uh, I'm just getting booted to the dash like five or six times yesterday. In the end, I just quit. I just stopped at like like nine p.m. or so. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not. Yeah. I'm not getting chucked to the dash." Every time you get chucked to the dash, have to watch the fucking Square Enix logo again and, the, and again and again. And the mad oh. orchestral score ramping up and blowing your head off. Yeah, just an insane orchestral score with this dragon flying over. And by the way, and this is not just limited to to, to Outriders, right? This is just a message. If there's, I don't know, any game designers listening to it, probably not, to be fair to them. But if they are, um, cool it on the music in the menus, man. How are you going to hope to ever amp me up to a boss fight, to any sort of cinematic concluding scene or whatever, if we start on fucking Hans Zimmer turned up to 11 in the menus? Like, just huge brass sections where it's like, do you want to load your game? Just like, just calm down. And also that goes the same with pausing. I hate when pause menus have music in them. Mm. A pause should be a pause. It should yeah. be silent. Yeah. If I'm trying to look through my loot and there's... And some of the music in Outriders, man, like weird Imagine Dragons style shit with like... It's like, what is this? Yeah, you really this weren't is... enjoying that, were you? No, no, not at all. Technically, it's fucked. Multiple boot outs. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um... Multiple weird glitches where I can't move, and so I have to quit to the dash to get back if in and dare, be able to move properly. Dare to return to the lobby, you'll get crushed to the dashboard. These might be Xbox specific, by the way. We've been playing it on the Xbox. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you, yeah, there is no such thing as return to the lobby at the moment. Yeah. What it means is return to the dashboard. Yeah, crash and watch to the off. dashboard and start again. So you can watch yeah, the Square watch Enix idea Square again. Enix logo. And by the way, we've got an unskippable logo, and it's it's the longest Square Enix logo you've seen with the music and the dragon flying well, across. All the, the logos thing. in it. All the logos. Mm, yeah. mm. And you'll have to uh, you'll have to watch that a number of times. When it's good, it's good, and, and and it'd be really cool if in like a week's time or two weeks' time or whatever, we can actually talk about Outriders without having to go into the technical stuff. All the caveats, right? yeah, yeah. That that would be really good if we could just get that to one side, because then the criticisms would just be, 
this story's really uncompelling and I don't care about these people and a mm. lot of the time I don't I don't really know what like what's going on. And when I do know what's going on it's not very well done. No. Um just just to just to be able to sort of say, ah, yeah, but when the action's going, it's brilliant. And when you've got good loot and you're in you're in the core loop of play, it's good stuff. I'd it's say good. we've wasted a on... good five hours or so pissing about trying to connect. Mm-hmm. I was saying, I think over the week on Sunday or whatever it was, I think I remember thinking it was like 60-40, like we've had 60% actually playing the game mm-hmm. and maybe even like 55-45, like it was really yeah. tough yeah. to get in there, you know? Well, um, even when we did get in, you know, someone would have some sort of issue and end up getting crashed to the dashboard or just mm-hmm. dropping out or lagging. Mm-hmm. And we were saying yeah. like, we don't remember a game that launched like this in such a shoddy no. state having had no. a demo as well i know, like, I, know. I don't get and it. we'll get on to this later right because one of the listeners sent a, an interesting thing in and actually they sent a thing in that weirdly it's like they were listening I, I i was saying this like last night to you to you and dan and they yeah. sent a message in that was pretty much my exact thoughts so i'll, I'll wait until the end i won't um pull it into this section okay but. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's Outriders for now, and uh, I guess we'll we'll keep people I don't know updated as to when it yeah. when it does you know two or three patches down the road when it is in a in a state where it's pretty much bulletproof that would really help any evaluation of the game really. definitely <laughs> definitely yeah because yeah there is something here right yeah there's the kernel of something good it's just um, mm. yeah like you say the story and the technical problems and yeah. Mm. It's it's fa- anyway. it feels fairly generic to me as well. I have to say, yeah, yeah. really generic. Mm. Yeah, um, as I say, just uh, I was saying earlier, like it's another one of these games. It it feels to me like everything from the way it looks to its title to the way it is. It feels like the kind of game that someone would be a fictional game that someone would be playing in a film or a TV show. Yeah, or something like yeah, Outriders. Yeah. It like everything about it is generic. It's it's yeah, crazy. Anyway. Sure. Uh, but some of the environments are really beautiful. By the way, art direction like really be- like some of the jungles at night and stuff were mm. really really cool. Yeah, um, but even that we were saying it's yeah. like a sort of checklist of all the, the biomes <laughs> that you'd expect. It is. It's, yeah, yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Oh mm. uh, dear. Right. It's th- it's time for me to load up the news cannon. Excellent. So, you know, duck and cover, my friend. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. News mm. this week. There is some news. Yeah. Um, Alan Wake Two. Oh yeah. Rumored. Rumored. Mm. So uh, has the the uh, a familiar feeling. I feel like we've been mm. here before. I know. I know. We could be getting somewhere this time. Oh, we could yeah. be getting somewhere. So yeah, so noted industry insider and GamesBeat reporter Jeff Grubb, uh, who made the claims during the latest episode of his Twitch uh, podcast on Wednesday evening, said, quote, I've heard that Remedy is going to be making Alan Wake 2 with Epic. Uh, it, should, it should kind of be the follow-up that fans of that series want. Um, there was a bidding war, but Epic had the best publishing deal. Uh, and so Alan Wake 2, it seems like it's coming. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I wonder what that second game is. There's two games, right? It's a two-game deal. Yeah. So I don't know. So th- they've just finished 
talking about remedy here they've ju- they've finished control now they've done all the dlc they've got the next gen versions out yep. it's all good stuff it's over it's good by the way great game uh they're doing a single player campaign for that crossfire x shooter do you remember oh, that oh yeah one? of course uh, yeah they're doing some support development on that yeah big time single player campaign um but after that like we like could could just be animate too right mm. well, i mean that's that's yeah there's demand for it isn't there there is, there is. I know you want to see it. I'm, not, I'm not that fussed. I know we we've, we've spoken about that before. For me, um, I wouldn't say no to an Alamite too, but I'm not clamouring for it like everyone. I think that like they 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 needed to kind of cool off on that a little bit in in control. Control was basically like Alan Wake 1.5 parts like loads of that game was given over to Alan Wake yeah. not even in just including the DLC like he showed up you can hear his voice there's mention mm-hmm. of Bright Falls like multiple times in the game like they're really keen to to get those get those easter eggs well, they want to, I, um, I get the sense they want to revisit that character yeah for sure for sure I will say though like uh with control, if someone said, "Oh, they're going to do a Control Two, right?" Mm-hmm. The reason that I would be up for Control Two would be its gameplay. Whereas, yeah. what's really interesting about Alan Wake is, if you actually look at the gameplay of that game, it's not that remarkable. Like the light and dark stuff was kind of cool, but it got kind of tired towards the end. The shooting's fine. It's like a kind of Max Payne sort of ever so slightly floaty movement. It's not really a I just cover remember game. That sort it's, of dodge. You know, You'd kind of dodge left and right. It's the dodge. You? Yeah, the little float like a butterfly yeah. move. Um, and, uh, you know, that was cool. But I don't think anyone's clamouring for Alan Wake 2 on the basis purely of its play. I think they're clamouring for it because of things like the story yeah. and the, the the kind of world and, and, you know, that character and stuff. And on those terms, uh, yeah, I was sort of happy to happy to let Alan go, really. And, and like, it, and, and lots of that stuff was kind of dealt with in control. Like, the mythology of Alan Wake has basically been overridden now, right? Like, it's not yeah. supernatural in the kind of traditional sense now it's sci-fi now it's interdimensional now everything that happened in bright falls was actually uh, an awe from the from the control mythology Mm. so they kind of it's weird yeah it's weird i don't know but you'd you'd be up for another one wouldn't you i think so yeah yeah i don't know whether i I like the idea of the kind of open world vibes they were going for with well they were originally going to make it open world weren't they and then the sequel originally prototype it and they were going to go yeah they had like a um they had like a uh it was like a beta. It was like a pre, a pre-alpha yeah. or, so, or something like that. And then I remember, yeah, a load of previews came out in like 2009 or something. And they were like, yeah, you can you can get in a car and like dr- and like drive around Bright Falls and stuff. It was like a why yeah. why is it like these days like a linear game is a bad thing? Linearity isn't necessarily bad. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. And actually, it would have been a really if they had done the open world the way that they were planning to, it could have been. Um, deadly premonition before deadly premonition <laughs> yeah like because yeah. effectively that is what deadly premonition is it's like what if alan wake was open like a, well that's that's a bit of a silly thing to say because the gameplay is not like that at all but what what i mean is being in being in that setting being immersed in that setting and it being non-linear and allowing you to go wherever you like to go mm-hmm. um and but, but also having a mystery and a story and you're a detective is like that's what that could have been like so it's an interesting point like maybe for the sequel they will they will maybe revisit that idea of non-linearity. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you, man. I don't mind a linear thing. Control was great. That was completely linear. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't mind. I mean, it had open areas, but yeah, it was generally yeah. linear. Yeah, yeah. I guess I could say, yeah, it was kind of Metroidvania-ish mm. because you could you could go around the map yeah. and, uh, you know, in different orders. And there were little side things to do. So it wasn't completely linear. I'd take an Alan Wake game like that. 
yeah. best of both worlds, really. I a hundred percent. Yeah, if it if it be in Bright Falls, maybe they want to change it. Now they can't really change the setting now, can they? No, no, I guess. But not. anyway, anyway, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, CD Projekt Red news. Um, Kind of interesting, actually. A standalone Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer game has been cancelled by CD Projekt. Uh, the news came as part of a strategy update for the company. President and joint CEO Adam Kaczynski uh, saying, quote, Previously, we hinted that our next uh, AAA game would be a multiplayer cyberpunk game, but we've decided to reconsider this now, uh, given our new, more sy- systematic and agile approach. Uh, instead of primarily focusing on one big uh, online experience or game, we focus on bringing online into all of our franchises one day. Um, but he then spoke about the cyberpunk multiplayer saying regarding online we're changing our approach Uh, we want to have online in our future games definitely Mm -hmm. but step by step so we're working on specific features enhancing our single player games but we're not working on releasing the next game as a big online experience so we'll be enhancing single player games with online experience yeah Um, and so yeah and then he said uh, we started working on online components over two years ago, and we just continue. The only change is that we continue to work on it, uh, not as a main production line, but as a supportive uh, production line together with our single-player productions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, it's it's <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Like, uh, I'm sort of... I don't really care. I can see... I think we... Like I, I said to you, like, last week, like, I can see the draw of, like, a multiplayer cyberpunk if you just... A bit like GTA Online, like you just get knocking about Night City just with like a server full of people. That could be quite fun, right? Yeah, yeah, potentially. I mean, mm. I, I don't see the necessity to have a multiplayer thing to go with every game. Just Why can't <laughs> we just have the single player thing and leave it at that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Would you have, would you be happy, like are you up for sort of the standalone multiplayer things or would you rather the multiplayer be sort of bolted on to well, single player I, I suppose if it is standalone you can at least you know it's easier to ignore that way I guess <clears throat> because I don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah. I mean, maybe it'd be really good I don't know I'm being you know negative oh, who knows who knows be, it could, it be could, potentially could be. interesting I don't know yeah and it could be one of those cool things where it's like well whatever a CD project announce I can allow myself to get excited to a certain degree because I know that it will be single player yeah Exactly. Whereas, whereas nowadays things turn me off when it's like, oh, it's it's Predator Hunting Grounds, and they've got the music from the movie, and it looks really cool. Ah, oh, it's an asynchronous multiplayer online co-op game. Oh. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> just me personally, that's just my taste. No, I'm the same. Like, uh, uh, that it's is not a, my cup of tea. Kind of nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. that wasn't a particularly great game either, was it? The example no. uh, cited there. No, for sure. But that had that's a slightly different issue, the fact that it actually wasn't good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, also uh, in, that, in that video from Adam Kuczynski, there's some interesting stuff on CD Projekt's future going forwards, just uh, looking at some of the mistakes they made. They were talking about marketing, uh, for instance, and he yeah. said that we've, we've learned many things uh, from our marketing and PR campaigns for Cyberpunk. Our campaigns going forward will be shorter, 
Uh, we'll wait until much closer to a game's launch before we start showing things like trailers, demos, or or going in depth uh, about mechanics and stuff. Um, that doesn't mean that small teasers for new projects will stop. If it makes sense, we will still tease uh, future projects, uh, but with that, with the actual <laughs> actual campaign uh, of the marketing, waiting until we're closer to launch. So that's a smart plan, right? <laughs> I think that's good advice, generally speaking, for everyone yep. and everything. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I love it. And do you know what? I really love... Um, do, do you remember that Nintendo Direct from like a couple months back? Right. Um, I love. I love. They're just like. Oh, they just released this Mario Golf thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like. Oh yeah, it's out in June. <laughs> it's just yeah. like it's just really nice. Like, oh, brilliant. Okay, you've told me that thing. I'm excited about that thing. And now you're telling me I don't really need to worry about that thing or talk about that thing very much. I can just wait till June and it's out. Exactly. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely what, stuff. What's your maximum? Uh, your maximum like hype window. Do you think three months before you just start getting pissed off? I think I can. I think I actually have the capacity for about six months. I can do that. It's when okay. it's years and years and years. I'm just like, oh, for God's sake, just I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like dying like two. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of yeah. thing. I just, I, you know, yeah. I wash my hands of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, crunch. Not oh, yeah. the uh, the chocolate bar, the popular honeycomb chocolate bar. That would be a crunchy. Obviously. Well, there's a crunch uh, as well, lest we forget. Oh, there is a the crunch, actually. One. Yeah, the blue one. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's quite nice. It's a sort of rice crispy affair, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is obviously talking about overworking game developers, and he says, quote, we are putting greater focus on team well-being at CD Projekt. You cannot be an agile developer without a sustainable and caring work environment, and we're working hard to minimise stress, prevent burnout, and give our employees everything... Uh, everything they need to focus on the work with a fully positive mindset. Nice to hear, but yeah. I guess yeah, we'll 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 wait to hear about it. Mm. <laughs> we'll hear about that one from you know from employees in the future. Fairly certainly they said that before, didn't they? And then they had to crunch yeah. to uh, get patches out and things. They did. Oh, the they did admit. Finished. I think they were honest. They were just like, look, yeah, we're going to be crunching. Mm. Like they just they just said that they were going to be yeah. at one point. I remember that happening, and people were like, oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that's better or worse than just lying about it. I suppose it's better. It's better to be transparent, I suppose. But cause, well, because it all comes out shit. in the end, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure, exactly. Yeah, but you know, nice to hear. Cool it with the marketing. Uh, single player experiences with multiplayer experiences bolted on. You know, could be could be more Cyberpunk yet to come. They've still got that that free uh, DLC like story DLC for Cyberpunk uh, in yeah. the works. Yeah, so, I've know. got to go back to the game. I've barely played any of it. Mm, yeah. yeah, played about three hours, um, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, you really bounced off that super quick. Uh, yeah, well, really it was a busy did. period, to be fair. Yeah, you had a lot of stuff going on. I've just not been really compelled to go back to it. Um, weirdly, mm. yeah, yeah. Don't know fair why. Enough. Just me. Oddworld Soulstorm. Mm. It's uh, it's out. It's out today or yesterday when the listeners are hearing. Got this, it right? downloading, mate. Yeah. Same. Same, yeah. it's on PS Plus. How do you know what? PS Plus is really stepping up its shit. Oh, yeah. What was it? It was, it was like... Maquette. What was the other... Ma- well, there was Maquette, Maquette but now coming out, coming out with Abe's Odyssey, uh, Abe Oddworld Soulstorm, mm-hmm. my apologies, is like two other things. I remember going, oh, bloody hell. So, oh, That's uh, all right. This month, Zombie Army 4 and... What was the other one? Days, Days Gone. Gone. Days Gone, yeah. Yeah, which, really good. for goodness sake, if you've got PS Plus, get Days Gone. It's underrated. You know what's funny it's a decent is game. Zombie Army 4 is the one that people might easily overlook in this selection this month. And it's great. Don't overlook it's, it. It's, it's really it's good. It's brilliant. Yeah. If you've got PlayStation Plus, get that mm. bloody built-in microphone. And, uh, on the, uh, yeah, 
I'm yeah, loving it. The social stuff is, is is quite big time having a built-in microphone on that controller. Yeah. I do I do love in that. I suppose my only other irritants with the the online on on Xbox is brilliant. Yeah. It just it just works really beautifully. The only downside, it's not Xbox's fault, is that bloody headset I've got. It feels like it's trying to crush my ears. Well, this is why I've ditched my old headset and I've just got a pair of headphones with a built-in mic. Mm, and they don't crush my head. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, for people who don't know, Oddworld Soulstorm is a remake of the second game, which was Abe's Exodus back in the 90s. Uh, there was there was a remake of the first one, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, and that was called Oddworld New and Tasty mm-hmm. uh, for, the P- for the PS4. Um, and then Abe's Exodus was the original sequel, and Oddworld Soulstorm is a remake of that. So if you played New and Tasty, this is the sequel of that. It's a remake of the second one. This one has a bunch of new stuff in it, though. It's got crafting, um, obviously updated graphics and sound and stuff stuff i'm sort of really looking forward to it because i never got into odd world um mm. i i played strangers wrath uh, on the switch and 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 actually like enjoyed it quite a bit and it was like the first one that i enjoyed i think lord lanning's an interesting fella yeah um crazy world and stuff crazy art direction but yeah it's a good deal you got a ps5 you just get like this and this game has been like somewhat awaited for for quite a while i remember it being at e3 like a few years ago and fans have been clamoring for it so yeah it's quite nice yeah man i'm uh looking forward uh, to giving it a, a whirl how do you feel about final fantasy 14 online mate uh yeah uh do you know it's one of those where <laughs> i like the idea and i want to jump in yeah. but i feel like it's sort of mm. too late i sort of want it to come out on xbox and i can start afresh there instead or something. do you know what well there's a uh, final fantasy 14 online it's uh, on ps5 there is an open beta test mm-hmm. happening on april 13 so it might be uh, a good chance for you to jump in because there'll be some new there'll be some new players some green players some less you know less accomplished players i just remembered you got to subscribe haven't you I'm not subscribing. Oh no! no Subscribe to what? It's, it's it's an MMO, isn't it? So there's a subscription plan. I'm sure there is. I'm sure you can't just play. Oh, it for I thought free, there wasn't you? for this one. I don't I know. Thought, I might be I mistaken. But uh, well, if it's worth know. looking into, I'm not sure with with this one. It makes sense with the. Well, I'll tell you what. If you thing. if you start playing it, I'll start playing it, and we'll we'll see how we get on. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Okay, I'll look into it after the podcast, and uh, I'll get back to you on that because I'm. With my with my newfound appreciation for some of the aspects of Final Fantasy, mm. I sort of looked at this. I thought, ooh, you know, next gen upgrade. Yeah. Like apparently, super fast loading times, like great frame rates, uh, 4K, 3D audio, haptic feedback. Oof. Um, you get you get uh, all your save data, and if you already have it on yes, PS4, that doesn't apply you to can, us. You, no, no. But I'm just reading out the thing. But you know, for, we cut you for for a lot of people. They'll they'll have played it on the PS4. I'm sure. Um, no date for when it's going to leave the beta. Um, and become just the default version. But Square Enix has said that they'll use the data they gather from the beta to determine uh, when to make it official. Uh, but yeah, so I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Nice. Uh, I'll tell you what, I think it's about time Yeah. Uh, for us to get a little bit a little bit quizzical. Matt from upstairs obviously ill last week. I'm to understand he's in better spirits today. He says he's fighting fit with his words. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, all right. Well, in that case... Yeah. I'm going to throw down a gauntlet jingle mm. uh, and we'll get to work. Superb. Right. Excellent. Let's summon the matster. OK. 
Okay, all right, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. And I have, as ever, backup clues. Because I don't like drawers. It's time for the quiz. We are joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, sir. How are you? Are you not ill anymore? Are you ready to throw down with a Walkman? Yeah, I'm. I'm not ill anymore, and I'm. I'm ready to take on an old piece of Sony tech. Did you ready to rumble? Did you uh, nice. get to the bottom of what it was? No mystery virus. That's that's the Lurgy. extent of what they could tell me. They were like, oh, "It's not coronavirus. They're so just hydrating." What is it like when Mr. Burns goes to the clinic and we just we found a, a diseases that live just in you? <laughs> you have so many diseases <laughs> yeah. that none of them can fit through the door. That one, yeah, <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get ready to throw down, Rich. You uh, you fucked it last week. Matt actually came forward to claim his victory. Yeah, um, it sounds like I'm lying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm embarrassed beyond belief about last week. I I I, yeah. I, I mean. It took a lot to get me back on the podcast after yeah. last week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Because yeah. you even got you got the place, and then it was literally yeah. just trying to think of a massive franchise that had Venice as a setting. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was <laughs> what surprised me when I was listening. Like, oh god, what an idiot! I can only apologise. Yeah, without without the pressure of actually being in the quiz, yeah. I did manage to get it. But I'm happy to not add that because that just sounds like I'm lying, doesn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. The one week I'm not on, and I'm like, oh yeah, I won. Actually, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, 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 right. Clue number one. Let's get down to right, business. Uh, my first appearance in a video game was in two thousand and five. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, clue number two. Visitors are advised to watch out for the bugs. That's weird. You sort of said that like there was going to be a second were, bit. There was going to be a second bit. Watch no, out for the bugs. No. no. Your intonation is strange. Nah, not not on purpose. Uh, clue number three. Despite my name, uh, a lot of people seem happy to visit. Um. Hmm. Uh, clue number four. I have been visited by film stars, uh, but none of them are as, are as famous uh, as my main resident. Oh. What bugs, film stars? This I should know. This this sounds like something I've played. <laughs> Clue number five. Uh, I was shown to the world by a famous director. Oh my god! I oh don't man! Know what this is? This this is ah. Uh, mm. <laughs> Stop, uh, Matt Lorigan. The Antarctic base from John Carpenter's The Thing, the game. <laughs> no, but I love it, and I'm, prob- I'm probably going to put incorrect. I should say incorrect. Right. Um, I've got some extra spice though, by the way, because I got the five clues, but I got I got some extra spice as well. Okay. So, you know. Stop. Right, do you want this? Oh, Matt Lorigan. Is it Skull Island from King Kong? Peter Jackson's <gasps> King Kong. And this oh, week's winner. Yes. Nice. Yes. I knew it. Matt as soon as you said it, I was like, that's it. Yeah. Oh, he's got it. I'm oh. chuffed with and that. You, do you know what? You are very lucky 
that I also wrote down that I would accept the name King Kong or Peter Jackson's King Kong. <laughs> but ideally, I King wanted Kong's the game. King video game. Peter Jackson's King Kong colon the official game of the movie. Oh, <laughs> shit. If I hadn't got that, I'd have been very upset. Uh, Mate, yeah. <laughs> that but game. I did also write down, it is often referred to as King Kong. That, and, um, and I appreciate Peter Jackson's King Kong. That game is hilarious. It's supposed oh, to be yes. good, isn't it? Like, it had no yeah, ammo well, the 360 version. So it had Adrian it, Brody um, going, um, yeah. one bullet, one bullet, I'm back up. Three yeah, bullets, yeah. I'm back up. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Ansel? Yeah, uh, yes. he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he played Beyond Good and Evil or something, and he was like, this guy can make a game, like a film. And then he gave him that. Um, yeah, so this was um, going through the clues. I've been visited by film stars, but none as famous as my main resident. is a reference to, uh, to Faye Ray and also to Naomi Watts, who visited uh, and were in the game. Uh, despite my name, a lot of people seem happy to visit. It's both a reference to Skull Island, but also the unwieldy name of the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. First appearance of the video game is in 2005. I was shown to the world by a famous director. Is a reference both to uh, Michelle Ansel and to Carl Denham, who is played by Jack Black, who goes yeah. to film uh, Kong and bring him to the attention of the world and visitors are advised to watch out for bugs is a reference to the generally crummy performance on any platform that wasn't the 360 uh, but also to the winged overhead I played it on PS2 it was alright quite janky you say alright now yeah you don't remember you don't remember alright alright fair enough it was pretty rough but on the 360 and it's back compat that version as well is it um yeah, it, and and it was no surprise when they made it back and pat because that game actually has a very very positive tailwind. It did a lot of really interesting things before a lot of other games did them. Um, I need to uh, play that at some point. Actually, its, a, it's approach to like not having a HUD was nuts. It was really cool. Mm. Um, I had it on the PSP and loved it. My sister got it for <laughs> me for Christmas. Sure. Uh, and it was, it was a perfectly decent version. It's quite a dark game, literally, just hard to see. You have to turn the gamma <laughs> up a little bit. But it's good. It's bloody good stuff. And you get to play as Kong later on and knock it about New York. It's oh, mental. yeah. God, I forgot yeah, about that. But, yeah, that's the main bit I remember from... <clears throat> that's yeah, the bit I don't remember. I just remember yeah, going, it's, Billy, no! Whatever the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a first-person shooter for ages with no HUD, as you say. Mm-hmm. Like, Brody's like, i got nine on backup. And then, but there are just certain bits where you play as Kong and there's a bit where you have to fight against the T-Rex in the jungle and then yeah, later he yeah. comes into New York. Yeah, you reckon cool. New York. I do remember it now. I do remember it, Big sorry. Time. You're right. Big time. Yeah. Was that the same year? Right. You could um, snap the jaws of the dinosaurs, couldn't you? You could, you could, pull them you apart. could wreck them. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Was that the same year as Hulk Ultimate Destruction? Do you remember no, that? No, that was 2000, 2004. Oh, is, it, is that era where they'd really worked out like open-world destruction for a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, mm. they had uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters on GameCube as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, that was quite good as well. That was in like 2003. Yeah, they, 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 got, they got pretty good at that, just sort of destroying cities and mm. stuff. It was good. Josh, uh, anyway, this is unrelated yeah. to the quiz. I'm back mm. on my eBay bullshit. <laughs> oh well, Rich, <laughs> leave, leave that because we got a, we got a question about that, so oh, yeah. you can you can funnel that into the thing. Yes, okay. but uh, let's 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 press on. All right. Uh, well done to Rich Walker, the current. Uh, he's got he's got his crown back. We'll see if he can defend it next week. And thank uh, you very much to wait, uh, to Matt from upstairs. 
Oh wait, no, sorry, that one this week. <laughs> That's what I was, I was going to say. say, what are Rich, you saying? Rich was a bit quiet there, like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 he was ready, he's ready to claim that. <laughs> it's because I'm u- recently, I'm used to saying Rich Walker, because yeah. he's been on something of a streak. He has been on a bit but, of a yeah, streak. Well done to, uh, to Matt Lorigan. Thank you, he thank has you. Reclaimed, d- reclaimed the crown. Uh, we'll see if Rich can challenge next week. Yeah, That's what yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Or if I'll, Matt I'll try. can keep the streak I can try. Going, we shall see. All right. Well, thank you very much, Matt, for upstairs. Thank you. Uh, and we will see you next week. Bye. Yeah. Cheers, Matt. Bye. Half-Life 3 already happened, and it was called Bioshock. And all of those things that Half-Life did did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never, ever going to get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, grumble, grumble. When we get it, if we get it, Dr. Freeman. When we get it, if we get it, it's never ever gonna let up Dr. Freeman. If they finally get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is gonna be underwhelming. Questions, theories, comments, and queries, you send them in and we'll talk about them for a little bit. Question number one from Kieran mm-hmm. Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi guys, listening to this week's poddy and found myself... Uh, this week's meaning last week's, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, found myself internally screaming the answer to the yes. quiz. Um, Covered uh, that. But wait for it. Wait <laughs> for it. Uh, which turned out to be wrong. Oh. Uh, I caught that it was Assassin's Creed with Josh's sink clue, uh, but assumed, <laughs> knowing him, that Josh was actually making a Poirot reference with the murder clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I like, obviously, because Poirot's brilliant. Um, uh, therefore assume the answer was the River Nile from uh, from Assassin's Creed Origins anyway keep up the good work many thanks Kieran P.S. I love the chat about older games and Rich's eBay shenanigans uh, in fact I would love a retro corner to be its own segment with its own jingle of course what do you think Rich tell them about your shenanigans that you just told me about when the mics weren't hot oh right yeah the, the latest deal so I, get a load I, of this Kieran you'll bloody love it well, I told, bloody I told, love I told it. He's myself mental. that I wouldn't buy anything else from ebay this month because i've got to stop it's getting out of control but midnight club the getaway fur fighters extreme g racing rayman raving rabbits tie the tasmanian tiger 2 dead to rights and time splitters 15 quid i mean come on am i, am I supposed to resist something like that for 15 that is mental i'll admit i'm that hovering is over the buy it now button right it's, now. it's obscene value but that is you know that's how they get you mm. Right as you're about to quit, they sling you a low ball it's, that you'd be an absolute yeah, fool to awful. turn down. It's awful. I tell you what, my, do you know what my first PS2 game that I ever bought was uh, Fur Fighters Vigo's Revenge. Oh, this is what this is? Oh, that's Fur Fighters 2, is it? it? Oh, right. Oh, yeah, the, yeah was... the original Fur Fighters was like PS1. Oh, this is Vigo's Revenge, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's. I was obsessed with that game. I absolutely loved really? it. Really? Oh, boy. Well, yeah, that, yeah. that just makes it even more interesting then, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't very good, but I but I still loved it, nonetheless. <laughs> I don't know, it's got Time a sticker on the box a... from official PlayStation 2 magazine, A Cracking Game. <laughs> oh, well, 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 there you go then. No, no more need, need be said. So, yeah. f- you know, fair enough. Uh, Getaway, obviously, an absolute banger. Dead to Rights. I'd, I had Dead to Rights Reckoning on the PSP. It was really good. Yeah. Loved it. The dog in it was brilliant. It attacked There was one for 360, you, so. wasn't there, a Dead to Rights game? Was it like Retribution yeah, or something? Uh, Retribution wasn't very good. They sort of got away from Dead to Rights. It's just a perfectly standard, bog standard third person shooter made much better through having a dog which you can command to attack people. You bog standard old woman. Dog standard. Yeah. 
yeah, probably. The thing is, Kieran, he basically does. He being rich basically does get his own segment every week. It's whenever he can jam it in. We'll either be talking about it at the beginning or talking about it at the end. He's, he's eBay mental. So, you know, although I am open to getting. If anyone wants to send us a retro corner jingle, do it. Yeah. Um,. So we'll put that in there. I've got to calm anyway. down. I've got I've got to calm down. Yeah, that's what it got. But they'll do. get they'll Chill get out. you with a deal. You, you're you're a, you're a sucker for a deal. Yeah. This is from Joseph Murphy on the subject of Peugeot, uh, which we were talking about last mm-hmm. week, uh, and the way that Americans say uh, Peugeot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says uh, Joseph says in Ireland uh, we also say it more like the French pronunciation, which is like Peugeot. Peugeot. Yes, yeah, the Americans say Peugeot, whereas yeah. whereas they say Peugeot in uh, in Ireland. And he linked me a YouTube uh, thing of a of a Peugeot advert, and uh, the the narrator of the lady, the woman at the end, was like Peugeot or Peugeot. She put the emphasis on the pew, not the Jo. So but, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that I mean, is my response as well. To be fair, Peugeot is more acceptable than Peugeot. You know, I, I can sort of. I would of, agree. I can take I would agree. that. Yeah. <laughs> also, when we when when the subject of uh, uh, Zack Snyder came up on last week's pod, uh, Joseph says. Uh, also, I love Josh saying uh, Zack uh, Zach Snyder's name on the last pod, like he played central midfield for the Netherlands. Did you say Snyder <laughs> or something? No, I said, uh, and I and I can't remember who did this, but I always say Zack Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> because was it? Um, it was either one of one of Mark Kermode's reviews, and it was possibly Watchmen, or it might have been a gag. Oh no, because on South Park, it's like, do you remember that South Park gag that was like the Rob Schneider thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Rob Schneider. Yeah. And but then I think Kermode in his review of Watchmen did like an impression of Zack Schneider, and for some reason it always stuck in my head. So now I always say Zack Schneider, but I think it is just Schneider, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, S N Y, yeah. Yeah, but there, there you go. Mm. Whereas, whereas is Rob Schneider S C H N E I? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. This from Northern Monkey uh, query with the release uh, of Cyberpunk, uh, which inc- <laughs> with the release of Cyberpunk, which included lying about the last gen console release quality, doesn't pull any punches. Northern Monkey. Mm. Um, and Outriders, uh, where the release was vastly inferior to the demo, why is it that fanboys insist on defending the release of these unacceptable games? And is this new? Now, it's interesting that because I was saying this last night when we were on the thing, um, it's interesting how this uh, like genre of like the looter shooter or the whatever the, or the primarily on online game that might have like a beta or a demo or some sort of early access period or something like that. It's way more kind of uh, accepted by people that it that it's a complete mess at launch. Um, is that, did you think that's fair to say? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think it kind of goes more naturally in, in people's thinking. I'm not yeah. uh, defending uh, CD Projekt. I think they did a bad thing. I don't um, think there have think- been that many apologists <clears throat> CD Projekt that I've seen. I've seen a lot of fury. Well, I th- a lot no, of anger no, no. I think he. Way. It's not CD Projekt. I think he's talking about um, Outriders, and generally people are going, "Yeah, it's it's going to be a mess." At launch, oh yeah, but, you know, no, the games are service think, game. They sort of get a pass for a few weeks, don't they? 
Yeah, which I think is... I mean, I think there are two things going on here, and I think uh, producer Dan was saying one of them yesterday. The, the first thing is, um, I think I think you're right. It is, yes, CD Projekt get a rough ride, and yes, they were dishonest, whereas mm-hmm. whereas I guess the people uh, behind the Square Enix and People Can Fly haven't been... Um, I say dishonest, sort of deceptive. You know how with Cyberpunk they only showed like footage of it running on next-gen systems and not last-gen systems. It's, it's slightly misleading. So then there maybe hasn't been that level um with uh, with outriders mm. but there is i think there is a certain level of tolerance uh, like you say or maybe giving it well, a free pass of like it's that yeah. genre it's expected to launch rough and get better but, whereas we yeah. don't extend that courtesy to like single player games in in people can fly's defense as well they have been very transparent with the issues um mm. and, and you know on Twitter and social media, they've been saying like, you know, oh, we're yeah, working yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah. We're doing this. We're doing that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. blah blah blah. But For that me, doesn't it's excuse really... it. But at least no. they're acknowledging there's that there are problems and they're trying yeah, to fix I think, them. I think they've done a lot better, and I think transparency is brilliant. But I do still think that the the the, the issue there is like we don't give a free pass to single player games that launch in a rough state and we do with multiplayer and i think maybe the reason we do is is that the infrastructure is is maybe tougher to wrangle when yeah. you've got a huge online game and also i think the other reason um which uh which we were sort of talking about yesterday it, it is on game pass so yeah. you know a lot of people are going to play outriders on because it's on game pass and they don't and and, and a lot of people who have an xbox and have game pass if they're you know fairly casual, they may, they might not have heard of Outriders before it came out, and all of a sudden, oh, what's this new thing on Game Pass? Oh, everyone's talking about it. Oh, I'm going to play it. Oh, it's a bit rough. It's like it's more palatable. You haven't put any any money down outside mm-hmm. of your Game Pass subscription, and you're getting this thing. And yes, it's a bit rough, but but yeah, no, I, I, I'd still yeah, I, I I can see sort of both sides of it. I do still think it's interesting that we don't uh, we're far less. Uh, accepting of it when it's you know a single player experience and maybe for good reason maybe it is a, a, a taller order you know trying to wrangle the infrastructure of an online shooter on the other side of tougher. the other side of the coin I mean they had a demo period true they should have known that servers were going to be hammered with the game coming to mm-hmm. game pass yeah and they didn't obviously make allowances for that so in no. that sense I'm like well <clears throat> how is this yeah. a thing I'd sooner have them delay it a week or two and yeah, it launch sure. in a stable, nice, playable state and not have to yeah. go through all the bloody issues, all the disconnects and crashes and bugs. It's like, uh, know. you know. And, or, do what they should have done with, like, just admit that what you're doing is an early access period. Yeah, Don't either, say that you've yeah. launched again. If they put it in like a pre in a pre, in a public beta yeah, or something, exactly. then people would be a hell of a lot more. Because basically, this is a public beta that we're yeah. in right now, right? Like that—that's what this is. They're fixing it. Everyone's playtesting it. Millions of people around the world. Yeah, um, that's what's going on. Like they're just—they're just fixing it now. Um, but yeah, I, I can I can and you know there are games that launch that aren't that are okay. Yeah, like like it's not as if it's just exp- like yeah, all right, we extend the courtesy. We say all right, well you know, no one no one wants to be nasty. It's like oh well, they weren't prepared for this, this, that, and the other. But it's like, well you know, Destiny didn't have those problems when it launched. You know, I don't remember Marvel's Avengers having those problems, right? Yeah, it's just it's like it's it just... clearly exists the infrastructure to manage it, right? Yeah. And that was Square Enix as well, the Avengers. Well, this is modern gaming now, isn't it? You know, a game launches in whatever state it launches in, and then they can fix it afterwards. 
you know, mm. you used to, mm. you know, you launched a game back in the day. That was the game. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, better or yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. You were stuck sure, with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Although with some famously notable exceptions, do you, do you know the story of um, <laughs> Do you know Donkey Kong 64? Yeah. Uh I can't remember its actual name. It may have just been called Donkey Kong 64, but was it, it, it was the Donkey Kong game that okay. was out on N64 after Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Um which was the SNES. And uh Donkey Kong for the N64 had a bug a game breaking day one bug in it right that they that they couldn't fix because they'd like gone gold or whatever they couldn't touch what was in the thing so what they did was they said that the game would like benefit from do you remember that memory add-on oh the ram pack thing the ram pack and i think like majora's mask needed it but actually to be honest i think it was pretty much just majora's but like very few games oh perfect darks it was better with the ram pack because it allowed you to do like the single player as well as the online as well as actually called an expansion pack (laughs) Mm, confusingly but anyway they what they did was they claimed that the donkey kong needed the memory pack to be like better and oh more power actually the memory pack which they bundled with donkey kong you actually you you couldn't just get any old memory pack you like you got the one that came with that that had effectively a patch in it that fixed the day one bug amazing amazing I, i don't know if that's like the first example of like day one patch culture ever might be but might must be like an early example at least right Mm, yeah Um, maybe maybe anyway anyway last question from michael do you feel that jim ryan is the don mattress (laughs) wait hang on sorry i fucked that do you feel that jim ryan is the don mattress of sony i.e a clown in a suit who doesn't really understand what the public want and has let the hubris the hubris of past gen success allow for various missteps uh Pretty much, not quite. Don Matrick was utterly bonkers. Um, I know what he means, was, though. I, I, I know what you it. mean. I totally get and it, you know and, uh, and I love it. And he's not far off. Don Matrick yeah. is particularly mental, though, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that I mean, that disastrous E3 when they revealed the Xbox One was just, I mean, come on. And, uh, you know, and not just that, but like afterwards, when he just had a go at people, he's like, who the hell are you if you don't have an internet connection? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when he just, go- yeah. he just basically had a go at people for not, for not having the internet? That was a, like, that was a rough time for Microsoft, wasn't it? They re- that oh, PR yeah, was awful. Yeah. It rubbish. Um... And, but yeah, like Jim Ryan, obviously, when he was like, oh yeah, people don't want to play old games, they want to play new games. And like, yeah. they just, because they have the IP. That's Instead of asking like, people what they want, you're telling them what they want. You're telling them what they want. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good stuff. That's, that's, that's cracking. That's a good, uh, good comment right there. Anyway, that would just about do us. We've got to crack on. We've got to crack yeah. on down to the planet Enoch. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so we got to wrap this pod up. But uh, oh, I was enjoying yes. that. I know, I know. Back to Enoch. Don't Let's on, see if we can connect. Yeah, woo! Mm. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter at Joshy Wise, at Richard W82, at VideoGamer.com. Head over to VideoGamer.com. Uh, email me podcast at VideoGamer.com if you want to have, have a long ramble, and I'll, mm. I'll read mm-hmm. it. And if it's good, I'll read it out. Um, thanks to uh, Andy B. Adam Cook and Conor Mahone for our jingles. I think that's just about everything. Yeah. Goodbye from me. Goodbye. 
and it's goodbye from uh, from Richmond. See you next time.